Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Hey, you held him to 20 points, man. You gave us a chance at the end. But I got three words for you. You like that? Yes, and we like making predictions, much to our own demise here on Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Later in the show, we will get into some of the latest roster news. So they set their initial 53 yesterday, and we did that episode. And then this morning, they started tinkering with their 53. They say hello to Miles Gaskin, Miami's sort of uh, third down running back at times. He was their leading rusher for a couple years with like 600 yards in 2000. 20 and 21 didn't factor in much last year, but the Vikings signed miles Gaskin veteran running back. And they do wave and say goodbye to Jalen Rager, which eliminates two of Declan's predictions for this week. He had to go back scrambling to the drawing. board. I'm still kind of scrambling. I'll be honest. It's going to be a uh, play on the fly a little bit because I wrote down last night, the Vikings will sign a running back in the next 48 hours and that the Vikings will wave Jalen Rager and Adam Schefter woke up this morning, choosing violence against my predictions. And has already just put those into the universe. He's just going where the story is, Declan. He's just going where the news is. Well, credit to your intuition and your radar, but uh, unfortunately those did not make it in under the wire, so you'll have to make some new predictions here. So uh, the show is presented by our friends over at TCL, which is one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Learn more at TCL.com. And a shout-out to our friends, over at Underdog Fantasy as well. Underdog is back with Purple Daily here for the 2023 football season, Dex. That's right. In fact, because the season hasn't started yet, you can get in on the season-long pick So why don't you take the over on Kirk Cousins' touchdown passes? You love Kirk so much? We'll take those overs. You like Justin Jefferson? Take the over on receiving touchdowns. Eight and a half? Come on, it's a gimme. Even Alexander Madison. Maybe you maybe you may, maybe ride the under. This might be an under one. Six and a half rushing touchdowns. That might be a little bit too much. Regardless, though, you can have all the fun you want, Underdog Fantasy. And when you use promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, for the first-time users, I know there's a lot of repeat users at Underdog Fantasy, but if you want to get in on the action now with us at Score North, use promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, and they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Go download the Underdog Fantasy app. All right, here's how Write That Down works, gentlemen. So we offer up uh, three Vikings or football-related predictions each week. All of us do that. They must be quantifiable and football-related. Those are really the only rules. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns 
And if you want to be like Dave, listener Dave, and you want to participate, you can send Declan a message through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab, and we'll get you scheduled for some time here in the coming weeks. All right, let's start with the accountability session here where Write this down. Judd is first out of the gate. Uh-oh. Not a great week for you, Judd. No, no, it's not. Ooh, the Trey Lance one, yeah. You said Nick Muse will open. Well, actually, no, this counts. This counts because the second part of it. You said Nick Muse will open the season on a 53-man roster, but it won't be the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a technic- Like technically, could he get waived? What, what was... I just copied and pasted this deck. So what what was the verbiage from Judd? I mean, you will open on a 53-man roster. That is correct, but it won't be the Vikings. So if the first one's come out, and it has, and it's on the Vikings, then this yeah, is incorrect. This, okay. It's close enough, because I don't think he's going to be... The, the only technicality would be if week one he's not with the Vikings, but he's with a different team, but I don't think that's going to happen, so... We'll we'll duke it out at that point in time if that long shot happens, but that's fine okay. for now to come off. You said the Vikings would trade for Trey Lance this offseason. They did not. Mm-hmm. You said the Broncos would fire George Payton before this season. They have not yet, so I guess if they do in the next, like, 10 days, then maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. what is George getting coffee for Sean Payton? Is that his job now? So many Peytons over there. Because he's sure not the running the team anymore. Macadac had a nice little week here. Oh, nice little week here. Here you go. We'll start with the bad ones here. Jalen Naylor will catch a touchdown in the third preseason game from Jaron Hall. Did not happen. I said Nikhil Harry would make the 53. He got injured. He, even if he wasn't injured, he probably wouldn't have made it. He was, you know, big, big, strong, run blocking, maybe red zone target wide receiver. However, I did tell you guys before the first game of the season, the Vikings will swing a trade and they will acquire a draft pick in said trade. The Darian Lowe to the Patriots for a six. Ah, very nice. I said Jaron Hall will have as many or more turnovers as touchdown passes this preseason. He had one touchdown pass and one turnover. I said uh, Wangu will make the 53-man roster despite everyone's doubts. And despite the marginalized kickoff, and I told you guys that both Andre Carter and Ivan Pace would make the Vikings 53-man roster. Very nice. Nice week. Just call me the I roster whisperer. I don't know if if the Vikings were all that smart, but that's a nice prediction. Oh, it's a backhanded compliment. Yeah. The Andre, Car- Andre Carter only made it because of the payday. Don't lash out because yeah, you yeah, went over yeah, three. And I'm not lashing out. I'm telling you, I was there. I didn't sweat my no. ass off. You can't every just day. cheer for your teammate. You can't just be happy no, for you your know teammate. Why? I sweat Stop my ass off news. at training camp to bring you guys Judd's training camp notes. I give the Vikings the 53, and then they decide to go against it well, on a couple things. It's not making me happy. A lot of ego at, at play here, it sounds like. Okay, listeners had a, a pretty, we'll say a pretty good week here, a mixed week, but ultimately good here. Nate said that Josh Sokol would be, we'll start with the bad. Josh Sokol will be on the 53-man roster for uh, the start of the season here. Maybe a practice squad guy again, Sokol? Yes. You got to have a guy whose name looks like Skoll. Yeah, I think, team, he'll be right? the, I think he'll be on the practice squad after uh, 11 a.m. this morning. Let's see here. Harry said Wangu will not make the 53-man roster. Tyler, you were close on this one, Tyler, but it uh, it does count. You said Jalen Rager will make the 53-man roster 
He was on it for 12 hours. Yep. 15 hours. And now he's gone, but he made it. And then this is a touchdown because oh God, so yes. not only did Alex predict that Andre Carter and Ivan Pace would make the 53, he also threw in Najee Thompson no. on a parlay and they all made it. That's a 99 yard touchdown. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not a, a that's not a uh, that's not just a red zone screen pass, man. That's impressive. And he said that at the beginning of training camp, by the way, he didn't. This isn't like, oh, I saw Najee Thompson flash in a preseason game. He said this early in the process. Najee Thompson was on no one's list to make this team other than Alex's. Nice job, Alex. Oh, boy. And then a pretty nice week for the Dexter here. We'll start with a couple bad ones. You said Ty Chandler won't make the 53. You said Dwayne McBride will get more touches in preseason games than Ty Chandler. Chandler had like one more touch. Oh, in the preseason. I was going to say this had to be close. That'd be. Yeah. And then uh, we get to the good stuff here. You said Jaron Hall will start against the Cardinals and he'll account for at least one touchdown. He did both of those things. Andre Carter will make the 53. We we said if this happens, it's a touchdown. So we're going to stick to that, that you said Nick Muse would make the 53-man roster. That's right. As a fourth tight end. And you said, we this one should have come off the board a few weeks ago. You said Justin Jefferson will not have a contract extension by the time training camp opens. He still does not have a contract extension. Uh, and then this one, I just want to bring to the attention of the audience that you're on the right track here, but we have to wait until week one. You said the Vikings will sign a running back who is currently not on the roster, and he will be active on the 53-man roster by week one. Yeah. I guess technically this does count because he's on it. You said by week one, not on week one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he is active on the 53-man roster. So nice job. I don't have the updated stats for that last one, but you still lead in completion percentage, Declan, at 37.9%. You're now tied with me with five touchdowns, too, on the season. Judd. I had a rough Judd week. has fallen from second to last place in the completion percent. I'm at 35% oh. listeners, 30% Judd at 29.4. Oh. You know what it's time for? Oof. It's time for some layups this week, boys. Some check down, little check down for, Judd uh, this week. Big check downs. The Vikings will score a point against yeah. the Buccaneers. Yep. Well, I don't know. All-time stats. Declan's uh, leading everyone here with 35.7% completions, about a percentage and a half point above Judd. I'm in third, listeners fourth. I lead you guys with 38 touchdowns career. So there, there's the stats. There's the update, the accountabilities. Let's bring Dave in here, our guest lister predictor, repping the brand, that beautiful can of Surly Before I Die Lager. What's Way to going go, on, Dave. Dave. Yep, it's delicious, just like Judd says. Mm-hmm. Sports Maybe dad we can get knows. Dave to, uh, to pound that and crush it against his head before the recording is done. I mean, we well, won't pound stand it, but don't way. crush the can. That that can's a thing of beauty. That can belongs on a shelf now. Once you're done, they with are it. beautiful. Uh huh. Yep. Yes. So, all right. Well, um, we're gonna go around the room three times. We're gonna make three predictions. Uh, before we do that, Dave, what is your background as a Vikings fan? What, uh, when, and what got you hooked in for the first time? Um, I'm about the same age as you, Mackie, and and KOC, by the way, a few years younger than both of you, but. Um, mid nineties, 98, uh, all of it. And parents, grandparents were all Vikings fans. So we've been suffering for a long time, but I love the mission statement and I love that, uh, we're going to get one before we die. So, yeah, let's get it. 
So, all right, well, we'll start with you, Dave, and we'll go over to Judd, Declan, and then back around to me. So you're under center. Write it down. Fire you like away. writing things down. What's your first prediction? Uh, all right, I'm going to go with a little parlay, I think, here. So Mr. Rager was just released. He will be signed before next week. So write that down. Um, the Vikings will complete another trade before their week one uh, opener. And uh, the new running back, Miles Gaskin, We'll get 10 or more touches in week one. Ooh. Oh, that's a touchdown for you. I think, yeah. Yep. That's sure. one prediction. Yep. Yes, sir. Wow. Yep. All going, right. Love it, going, dude. You're not, you're not screwing around. Going right off the bat. You're, no, no, I came, came prepared. No, it's paper written notes. Drinking before I die, taking names. I love this. I'm very, very proud of you, by, by the way. this is a, that, Your lifestyle today is something that everyone who watches this show should shoot for, Dave. I like this. Days off are great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Write this down. Kane Wangwu, who made the 53 and as of right now is still on it, will not be on the active roster when the, se- when the regular season begins. So, so he won't be on the 53. He's going to be placed on IR. Yes, he's not going to be on the active roster when the regular season begins. The Vikings are going to find a way to stash him. And you did say he's going to be placed on IR. Is that part of the prediction? No, because I don't. I, I don't want to get burned by uh, the potential that they could do something th- that is e- even more, um, not surprising, but something that's not IR. So I'm just going to say not. He's not going to be on the 53 man roster on opening day. Okay. All righty. Write that down. All right. Uh, I'm going to make a end of the season prediction. Very rare for me here. I'm going to put one out uh, down the down the line. But write this down between Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne, TJ Hawkinson, and Alex Madison. At least three of them will have 1,000 yard seasons. So between those collection of four guys, at least three of them will have 1,000 yard seasons. I think Jefferson's obviously a lock. Hawkinson should be there. KJ and Alex Madison, I'm not sure. Are we talking all all purpose yeah, receiving all, and all, rushing yards? All purpose. Yep. All purpose. For, mostly for Madison's sake. Yes. You know? Yes. All purpose. But yes. Between At least three. three out of four. That would be. Write that down. I think uh, that'd be a nice little offensive season for for the boys. Write this down. If that happened. All right. I'm gonna. This is probably a check down here, but Miles Gaskin is going to catch at least one pass for the Vikings in Week One. Okay. All right. He's going to come in. He's gonna, I don't, I'm not quite going ten touches like our guy Dave is going here, but he's going to have at least one uh, reception in week one. I think, he, by the way, he, he grades out like historically yeah. pretty well as a pass protector, as a receiver of the football. He's got like almost 100 career catches or maybe even more than 100 career catches. So third down, third down guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. On the field. I think seven receiving touchdowns in his career, so he can definitely catch some uh, catch some touchdowns. Yeah. Put that ball in the end zone. All right, back to Dave for your second prediction. Write this down. All right, since uh, we're lacking in the uh, home run, or sorry, the touchdown um, version, I'm going to say go for another touchdown here. I'm going to say the defense at the end of the year will rank in the top 20. Uh, The team will be the top 10 for turnover ratio. And Kirk will throw for plus 4,000 yards. Okay. And then on that first one for top 20 defense, so we go into scoring points per game, or do you want yeah. to go yards? Okay. Let's go scoring, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it, man. So we, 
So Dave has made six predictions tucked into two parlays right. This is if you want to get on here and make more more than three predictions, this is how you do it. You parlay the bleep out of these things. Write this down. It's because he's fueled. Not checking not checking down today. Uh-uh. Fueled by Jared. Before I die changes everything for yeah. Dave. Dave's life has changed. That's right. Jaron Hall throwing the ball down the field in preseason three there. Love it. All right, write this down. Kevin O'Connell and Quasi Adolfa Mensa will use the words difficult or tough in their press conference Thursday to address the roster cuts. So both of them will both of them, so not just one of them, not either or, but both of them are scheduled to speak to the media at TCO tomorrow. They will we will get the words difficult or tough from both as they discuss how difficult it was to go from ninety to fifty-three. Okay. You're gonna. You might have to track that. Although they do post a transcript, so I can just do a little control. I'll do a little control F. Yep. I'll be very disappointed if that check down does not come true. So difficult and tough. Yep. You know, I I could. I could see them kind of going through saying these decisions are not easy. You know these these decisions are. um, I don't know. Those are two pretty good words. They're probably going to use those words. That's a good one. It's always difficult to cut guys. Write this down. Very tough, tough we're now working at Cub. To make. This guy's going to be a he's going to be a great. You're, you're unnecessary shots at football I, players. I just transitioning to us normal people are, are guys kind that of try to play pro sport. You know what though, guys that try we we treat them like they're grade school. Oh, it's so you know what you're getting into. It's football. What if every August every person in the Minnesota media thing was just on a chopping block and you just had to be cut? I actually. You would don't like that? You terrib- would, would prefer I don't, that. I don't actually. think that's a terrible idea, actually, if we could arrange for oh my it. God. Judd, would, Judd would be really good with that, actually. Yeah, I was going to say. Actually, Judd's just a coach. He's not even in media anymore. He's just a coach. He gets to make those decisions. What, Phil? I, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back Declan here. You are extremely unnecessarily unkind to football players. But here's why. Because I hate hearing They're I, humans. Like what? I understand that, but I hate I hate this time of year when it's like the end of training camp's always so tough. The majority of these guys, if they are sincerely surprised to be cut, need a reality check so bad. Like there's a couple of guys on each team where it's like that's that's rough. That's rough. But like if I'm guy eighty three and my dream died, I probably didn't deserve to have I, I mean, if it was an eighty man roster, I wouldn't even be around. Get on yeah, with your it's life. Not, or, but it's but it's not an eighty man. If okay, if it's a oh, if, it's a, 20, if it's a twenty, XFL. if it's a if it's a thirty man roster and guys play both ways, then sorry, KJ Osborne, you don't have a job. Like get over it. I just find I, mean, it, I just find it annoying that we like are so down in the dumps about such obvious dis- I, I, schleps like me know who for the most part is going to be cut. So like, are you telling me that Alan Ali was really? Oh, I can't believe I got cut. I never saw it coming. He's just like calling out yeah. Alan Ali. Just unnecessary. I just I'm using him as a just so you know, Alan Ali is not J- a Josh professional Sokol's football like, player. Josh Sokol- and his family needs to know it. On the practice squad again. God. You're so callous. Write this down. Okay, uh, are we on Declan? Yes. Where are we at here? So, Declan. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That was a fun little rant. Um all right, write this down. I had to audible for one. So Vikings have a, a tough start to their schedule. Uh, face a lot of good quarterbacks early. They got to play Jalen Hurts. They got to play Justin Herbert. They have to play Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so those first five games. So I'm going to say the Vikings write this down. Will win at least three of their first five games. They'll That'd be win. a good start. That'll be a good solid great. start. A I great think start if you're three and two after uh, 
October 8th against the Chiefs. Things uh, get a little easier for you, but that'll be their toughest stretch is three of probably, you can say, the top five quarterbacks in the NFL if they'll play talent-wise, uh, but they'll be three and two after their first five games. Yeah, don't stumble early against the Bucks. Go take care of business. Please. Even if it's ugly, just get through the first game. Write this down. See what happens. Okay, uh, write this down. I think the Vikings are going to make at least one more trade or signing uh, before week one, or, or I guess claim. They're going to make one more roster move that involves a player coming onto the 53-man roster uh, before week one. I'm, I'm going for... Going for some completions here, as you can tell, going into the season. I think, and just off the record, I think it could be, I I still think they could add an offensive lineman. It wouldn't shock me at all if they did add like a Dalton Reisner before, if they thought like, you know, we got to do this right now, probably more likely after week one, but uh, we'll see what the the waiver process shows too. Write this down. Are there crickets in Dave's uh, backyard right now? You guys hear crickets? I do hear. Did we lose Dave? Dave, you got us? Oh, Dave, can you hear us? Oh, no. Oh, Dave, oh no. No, Dave Let's can't hear Dave us. In the, we'll put Dave in the green room. I, it, it was does, Dave. It does sound like uh, crickets. I don't think it's those cicadas are the ones that make like the loud expanding sound that like just carries. I don't know what those were. That's though. like sunset time stuff. Yeah, though. yeah. That, yeah. that doesn't sound like um, morning crickets, which I don't know what they sound like because I don't think I've ever heard crickets in the morning. It sounds like a sunset deal. Anyway. Do crickets not make noise in the morning? Birds chirp. I hate a bird chirp. You, you might be right about I that. I don't remember hearing crickets. I mean, I might be totally wrong here. Believe me, I'm not a cricket expert, but I don't think I've ever heard crickets in the in the morning unless he's in a, I don't know. I'll stop hmm. there. I don't, just don't know. But do let's, crickets chirp in the morning? Let's try, Dave. That's what here. we want to know. Okay. Dave, can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yep. Okay. Can you hear me? You're cutting in out. Yeah, you're you're cutting in out. Yeah, Maybe we have just enough, terrible. just enough juice here for you to make your final prediction for us. Dave. All right, so fire away. All right, JJ will be the top by week one. Oh man! Oh, we get it. Oh, okay, Dave. Can you type? Here's what we have to do. There is a comment section on our production thing. Can you just like type in your prediction? I Let's got put. It. Let's put Dave in the green room. I got it. Leave him there, and we'll see if we can. We'll come back to him because I'd like to get it. You know, if he wants to thank people, we got to get right. to that part. I think we might be lucky to get the last prediction from Dave. That really went haywire. Comments. Really went haywire. Real haywire. Hey, before we get to uh, our final predictions here, write this down. I'll write that down, Judd. Let's tell the audience about that glorious can that Dave had on the screen for the uh, the first twenty minutes of the show. That's Surly Before I Die Lager. Write this down. Surly Before I Die Lager is everything that this show is about, and also you as a Vikings fan, it's everything that you are about as well. Available now um, in bars and also at your local liquor store in twelve packs. Now, that's right, they're up to twelve packs. Before I Die is just one of many delicious beers. Personally, Before I Die is a favorite. I also, of course, enjoy the flagship beer of Surly Brewing Company. That would be furious. But write this down. If you need a beer to quench your thirst, Surly has something for you. I can guarantee that that is a touchdown pass. Wow. That's right. Throw a touchdown pass to yourself by drinking a can. Brad Johnson's done it. I die longer. He has. Brad Just, Johnson. He's thrown off the back of like a guard's head or something. I think so against Carolina, right? Back in the day at the Metrodome. 
Yep. Dove into the end zone. Um, also, hey, we uh, so we launched on our website here. So we've got the 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 dot com slash shop, and then there's the there's the merchandise wing, which you guys are familiar with. That's where you can get your before I die hooded sweatshirts, t shirts, your victory Monday. We got some other stuff we're about to launch too. Uh, but then there's a collectibles wing too. You can click on thanks to our friends over at Universal Sports Auctions. And there are some really cool memorabilia items here. By the way, promo code SCORE at checkout to save 10% on all products site-wide. The most popular thing so far that we have seen uh, that you guys have bought is the Justin Jefferson Spotlight Catch signed and framed photo. One-handed catch in the middle of the entire Bills defense. There's also a signed Justin Jefferson jersey, Jordan Addison, Harrison Smith, KJ Osborne. There's all sorts of amazing signed verified items here there's a kirk cousins signed and professionally framed custom jersey for uh for all you cousins fans out there so check it out scorenorth.com slash shop and click on collectibles scorenorth.com slash shop and click on collectibles with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read Dave's final yep, prediction, okay. and then we'll we'll pop him up on the screen and see if we if we got enough reception for him to say goodbye. So he says, "Write this down. Write that down. Justin Jefferson will be the top paid wide receiver by week one. Oh, and then he puts the thanks yeah, in here too. Read the thanks. Okay, <clears throat> this is me being Dave." Thanks to my wife and children for putting up with my obsession with the Vikings and your show. Thank you, gents. Sorry for the tech. Write that down. It's okay, Dave. We'll get you on again Good sometime. Stuff, Dave. Dave came in and made seven predictions yep. with his three trips around the room. That yep. is max efficiency. Agreed. It's great stuff. While also helping us with sponsorship. Yeah. That's a guy MVP. who is, that's a good teammate. Selfless. That's a great, if you write will. This down. great listener right there. Mm-hmm. Listener Dave. Thanks mm-hmm. for coming on, man. All right, write this down. I'm going to jump on this while it's hot. The Arizona Cardinals will win three or fewer games this season. They are doing exactly what the Bears did. They are dumping everyone that they possibly can. Like, if they see a productive vet, they're like, oh, no, no, no. You're not going to be here. It's exactly what the Bears did at the beginning of 2022. It's absolutely genius. Because they're looking at like Tampa, and they're like Tampa Bay sucks. How can we suck worse? But didn't, I, the, didn't the Bears start two and zero? I think the Bears might have won their first game, but the Bears did the exact thing here, where they, if you recall, this time of year they started to trade veterans on purpose, and it wasn't because those guys sucked; it's because they were too good. So uh, three or fewer wins, the Cardinals will be the Bears, 
And that will give them the ability to either take Caleb Williams with the first overall pick, which is what I think they'll do, but it also gives you that Bears possibility if they decide to stick with Kyler of trading back that Caleb Williams pick is going to be worth its weight in gold. Now, I don't think I would trade it personally, but if they do, like if they go back to eight or nine, right. can you imagine the hall? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think if I'm them, I just take Caleb Williams Write this down. and, and beg that he changes my franchise. But yeah, they, they'll have some options for sure. It looks like Dex. All right. Write this down. I've, uh, I've made the point that I'm a little bit buying some Washington commander stock this year. I took their over on their win totals on another prediction. I saw Ron Rivera talking up Sam Howell that he wishes he would have just started him earlier because they probably even could have been in the playoffs last year if they had started him and not the disastrous Carson Wentz. Uh, so write this down. Speaking of the Cardinals, the Commanders have the Cardinals in week one. And Sam Howell will have a passer rating of at least 100 in week one. Write it down. Okay. Sam Howell. All right. Pass rating I love how Ron, Ron Rivera has just come out multiple times and been like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. The Eric, the Eric Bieniemy thing. He used to be a great head coach. Yeah, I think. And then it's... like the Bieniemy stuff, and now the Sam Howell stuff. Like I didn't even know he was good. Like what? Well, it's the way he phrased it too. He was like, "Yeah, you can ask my wife about it." You know, I was talking about. It's like, how would we know about what, what yeah. you talk about with your wife, man? I don't know if like that. That's how we knew Sam Howell was really good. I don't. I'm still that's... not buying that too. Yeah. In fact, he will. He might be fired in season. I wouldn't be shocked yeah, by he's... that. He's got to be pretty high up on. Plus, there's there's the there's winds of change are blowing in that franchise yep. right now for winds sure. Change. All right, write this down. My final prediction here for write this down the week. This is kind of random, but I am uh, speaking of teams that are likely going to be in the mix for the number one overall pick. The Indianapolis Colts are a train wreck. So Jonathan Taylor is going to be out for four weeks. They couldn't find a trade partner. Yet Jim Irsay is being Jim Irsay. And they're just going to run one of the most raw young quarterbacks, super talented, but raw, and just throw them into the fire with a bad supporting cast. And I think it's going to go haywire. So write this down. Anthony Richardson will have at least 12 turnovers through the first five games. So he will average more than two turnovers per game in the first five okay. games. Is that a touchdown if it hits? Because that's a that's, that's a like lot of turnovers. A, a 40 turnover pace for a season. It, it it might be, but I feel like you you just painted a bleak picture of why it's, why it's very very possible. I feel like you undermined yourself by explaining to us how bad this whole thing is going to it's be. It's still unlikely that a guy. I'm just would telling you, you sort of got up. Times you just got games. up and said, "My my client guilty as hell." But let me tell you right okay, now. Okay, let me let me read to the prediction. The Indianapolis Colts, one of the heritage great franchises in this country. Yeah, no. A franchise with multiple championships and a legacy of great quarterback play. Anthony Richardson will turn the ball over at least 12 times in the first five games. No, Mr. Skirmish. No, Mr. Skirmish. I'm not buying in anymore. It's not. It's not. that. What do I have to do to make it a touchdown? Does it have to be 13? 100? What's your line? How many many times would a quarterback have to turn it over in five games before it's a touchdown on this show? I would say three per three per. So 15. 15. But that's insane. That, exactly. that is insane. Oh, that's insane. Well, if it's insane, don't do it. That's a that's a that's a fifty turnover pace for a season. Listen, the Colts are going to be one of the worst teams of all time. <laughs> Anthony Richardson is absolutely Look. screwed. So write this down. He's not going to yeah, be the man. You guys have set unrealistic bars for what's a you touchdown. You brought skirmish to the table. We'll never forget. 
Schefter snipe yeah, to my guess prediction. What? There were multiple skirmishes. We'll never forget. We never should have allowed it. I knew it at the time. We should have said fight. Instead, okay. we said skirmish. If the audience in the comment section on YouTube, Purple Daily YouTube channel, overwhelmingly supports that my prediction, well, we'll, be, or revisit. maybe the audience can tell me like what what should the number be? Then Revi- I would we'll like to reopen this case. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, Movie anyhow. Strike. Hey, uh, those are the predictions here. Just real quick, your overall thoughts on Miles Gaskin coming in here probably as the number two running back, I'm guessing, and then Jalen Rager being uh, the first guy booted from the island. The Gaskin thing really intrigues me because of one thing. It's clearly a Brian Flores thing. Like, he coached him. So it's interesting that the D.C., who was a head coach, is actually clearly weighing in with the head coach, who is an offensive guy i'm not saying it's bad it's probably good um i also but i also don't know so is miles gaskin the answer as like a third down guy or is this a trial run which it could be again you can find backs that's the thing about this they are available all year long like you can switch them up madison is the guy behind him things can be switched up uh but as far as the depth thing goes yes they had to add one which is why i think that wang wu when he's eligible to be placed on IR without having to sit out the entire season, is not going to start the season on the 53. The Rager thing is also intriguing because of this. Um, and, and again, you know, Quasi is a work in progress, you guys. There's a lot of things that we don't know. But the Rager thing intrigues me because the Vikings made two trades around this time a year ago. They picked up Rager for a couple of draft picks from Philadelphia and Ross Blacklock from Houston, and I think they swap picks there. But anyway, both players were cut now. And uh, yeah. and Rager, they still have to pay. And they clearly, according to Ian Rappaport yesterday, tried to shop him and trade him. And I'm guessing that they were just trying to get like a seventh round pick back, and they couldn't. So it's intriguing to me that the GM made two trades. And, and look, I'd rather pull the plug and say we were wrong than to try and be stubborn. Uh, but you would like to think that those type of deals would work out to where, like, one guy the next year can make the roster. But as far as the decision goes, I'm not surprised. I think Brandon Powell is not going to be as dynamic as Rager ultimately might have been if he had reached his maximum potential. But I think Brandon Powell is not going to screw up. And it's hard not to have the wrong routes. And I I know he had a full offseason in the program, so it might have been different. But it's hard to go back and watch the picks that Kirk threw because Rager ran the wrong routes and not yeah. say, you know, that's the type of thing you can't afford. So, yeah, those are my it's really teams. it's really telling that a guy that was drafted ahead of Justin Jefferson, yeah. that you have now two different teams, organizations who have said within four years, can't play. He can't play. I mean, look at the guys he's not beating out. The, the, the Vikings kept five receivers ahead of him, including... Jalen Naylor, who didn't practice for a month and has done really nothing substantive in his NFL career. And then Brandon Powell, who's also just kind of a, you know, just like a trinket sort of special teams player. And don't forget, too, in the last two playoff games, including the um, including the one with the Eagles in Tampa Bay a few years ago and then the Giants game last winter here, Jalen Rager, who is a punt returner, has muffed three punts because he did. He actually was pretty damn good. Um, as far as not muffing punts as a Viking until the playoffs. And that's another thing, too. Like, the reliability factor there was 
he's not worth the risk. Like if he like if he makes plays, it's not worth the risk of of a um running the wrong routes when Kirk Cousins trusts you, which is a bad thing. And B, three muff punts in two playoff games is a major, major red flag problem. Yeah. Yeah. Miles My, Gaskin, on the other hand, does intrigue me a little bit. So he, I, I'm not saying he's going to be like a bell cow who overtakes Alex Madison. And it, there's, there's going to be, I think those guys are going to take series. And Madison, not the greatest third down guy. I know that was kind of his role sometimes with the Vikings, but Miles Gaskin, 26 years old. Uh, he was a seventh-round pick out of Washington in 2019. And according to Pro Football Focus, he does grade pretty darn well in both pass protection and catching the ball. Um, and as a runner, so for his career, he's only like 3.8 yards per carry, which is where Madison is the last two years. So neither one of those guys are going to be replacing peak Dalvin Cook in terms of just being a ball carrier. Mm-hmm. But um, but I, I think you're going to see Madison heavy on first and second down and then Gaskin come in on some third downs, and maybe they find ways to to give Ty Chandler a series or two. It's possible they could have all three of those guys active on game day, and they just have a rotation going where you know maybe Madison gets the bulk of it, Gaskin on a third down or red zone, and or you know must pass situations, and then Ty Chandler comes in for you know two three series a game too. I could totally. I could definitely see it being that way. Yeah, I think it's just important just to have a legitimate back behind Madison, and they are. I think they're fine with Chandler. They don't love Chandler. Dwayne McBride certainly did not live up to expectations in the in training camp, and he's just most likely to be a practice squad guy. So, as much as we talk about running backs, you know, don't overpay them and don't give them big contracts. You do need some like able potties in the room and behind Madison. I think it was just it, they probably underestimated um how poor the rest of that group was going to get so having to get miles gaskin in here i think is probably going to be a good move just to have an extra body with legitimate nfl experience behind him it's the ultimate right now kick the tire position if gaskin works great if he doesn't he's gone and you bring a guy in like that Mm -hmm. that's the thing is there's not a lot of positions like this but i think that position in particular you know because how many guys uh, when we're like five weeks into a season, how many previously no-name backs are going great guns? Like, it always feels like a couple, right? Like, oh, that mm-hmm. guy, I didn't think of that guy in my draft. So mm-hmm. it, it feels like it's, and, and look, it comes down to one key thing, offensive line. Like, that's a huge part here, too. If yeah. the off- If the offensive line can do its job and if guys can get some yards, and that's the thing where I do think Dalvin was to fault. Dalvin lost a lot of yards, and I'm not saying that the line was great, but it felt like that didn't get discussed enough, which was not the, oh, my God, 65-yard touchdown run by Cook, but it was more of the he lost two, he lost three. And the one thing that I, if I was the running back's coach, I would tell my players one thing, don't get cute. I don't need you dancing. I don't need to see your gritty. I don't need to see your. I don't need to see wait, wait, you in the backfield. Can't they gritty? I'm kidding. I but I'm saying I don't need you to dance <laughs> in the backfield. I don't need you to get cute. I need you to try to follow blocks. I don't yeah, need go you, get four yards. You Just know, need four yards. Make exactly. it a second and six. But that's the thing is is there are a few few guys. Peterson was among them who, who at times could basically fly in the face of trying to follow blocks, which he was not great at, and still be a Pro Bowl great player. But the majority of these guys need to be patient, uh, follow their blocks, and if the blocks are there, 
what you just said, Phil, they'll get four to five yards. If they're not there, that's a whole different problem, but that's not always necessarily on the back. But don't dance in the backfield with the damn ball trying to say, I can break loose because the majority of guys are not going to be Adrian Peterson. So this kind of is it's reminiscent of like 20 years ago when this before Dalvin, before Adrian Peterson, after Robert Smith, they had that little five year period where you had like for sure a couple of years. It was like Michael Bennett, Ontario was Smith, first round pick Ontario Smith and Mo year. Williams. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And they and there were there was a year where they all three, none of them got a, a thousand yards. And there's some injury stuff in there, too. But I could see that being the case this year where like the Vikings leading rusher has. 710 yards but then they've got three guys who have at least three or 400 yards and it just becomes a a classic running back by committee and back then it was a bigger problem like i think back then because that was still obviously square in the bell cow days where you where you're like man it'd be nice to have that guy right yeah now now i would say what you just um laid out there phil is absolutely fine so like if madison rushes for 800 yards, and then guys behind him pick up the slack. 2005, I figure like, okay, that works. It might not be ideal. 2023, I think you're like, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Yep. And go spend your money elsewhere. Go spend your Amen. money on some of the more, you know, premium positions. So, um, hey, a shout out to our friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine here too. So, you know, we're uh, we're definitely still, it's going to be you know, 90 degrees for several days the next couple of weeks. So, it's still pontoon season very much. You can get into a Bennington at Power Lodge or Miller Marine, but on the horizon, especially with football season coming up, it is Polaris ATV and snowmobile season. So we're going we're gonna to be crossing over at some point here, Judd. We recommend you get into one of those four Power Lodge locations, Brainerd, Ramsey, Anamia, Sock Rapids, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Absolutely. No, no matter what you choose, here's the best part. You know what it is? It's relaxing. It's fun. It's outdoors. And in this state, we embrace the, the gorgeous summers and times on the water, and we also embrace times on those frozen lakes with the snowmobiles. So either way, you win and you get a fun day with our friends. Yes, indeed. Uh, PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com to snag some of these uh, fun little little trinkets for yourself, for your family. So, all right, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.